So are you a half-empty kind of person or a half-full kind of person? <laughs> is your glass half-empty or is it half-full? Are you an optimist or are you a pessimist? <laughs> How about this? Is every day a Friday or is every day a Monday? Well, this is Clint Louie, and I'm coming to us with five minutes from friendship. And today, as we're looking at the 12 disciples of Jesus, today let's talk about the pessimist of the bunch. There's always one, a pessimist in the crowd, and his name was Thomas. Thomas. Now, I know we often call Thomas the doubting, doubting Thomas, the doubter, doubting Thomas, but I guess it'd probably be a little more accurate to say, instead of a doubter, to say pessimist. He was, he was a pessimistic type of guy. Now, we don't know anything hardly about Thomas as far as his background or, any, or anything like that. His name, Thomas, means twin. So he probably was one of two. I mean, he was born a twin. Maybe he had a twin brother, twin sister. We don't know that for sure. It's just speculation. But if he did have a twin, we know nothing about his twin. All we do know is what the Bible tells us about Thomas. And Thomas got a reputation for being the pessimist. You know, like Winnie the Pooh. Y'all remember Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> and you remember old Winnie the Pooh had a friend named Eeyore the donkey? You know, I guess. You know, real slow and just sad all the time. And old Christopher Robin would take Eeyore's tail and nail it back on. And Christopher Robin would say, did I get your tail back on properly, Eeyore? I guess, but it'll probably fall off again later. <laughs> That's Thomas. <laughs> Thomas is the negative one. He is the worry wart. He is the pessimist of the bunch. And so, you know, many of us can relate to that. Are you a moody person? Are you a brooder? Thomas, I think, would have identified in that way. You know, Thomas was the worst case scenario kind of guy. There was a time when the Jews, of course, when they wanted to kill Jesus, John 10, 39. Thomas, a little later, said in John eleven sixteen. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. In other words, I mean, he's already thinking, well, we're probably going to die. <laughs> you know, like, like you say, you tell somebody, I'm going to have surgery next week, and then you meet, a, you meet a Thomas in the bunch. You meet somebody who says, you know, my sister had that exact same surgery, and she died. Or, bless his heart, he had that surgery. I know somebody had that same surgery, and he'll never walk right again. And you're thinking, why would you tell me that? I don't want to hear that. But there's always the doubter in the bunch, the pessimist in the crowd. Well, that's Thomas. But you know, despite the pessimism, he was devoted now, I read you a verse, John eleven sixteen, 16, where he said, let us also go that we may die with him. Thomas was not just, you know, just speaking with just empty words. Thomas meant it. He was devoted. He was committed to Jesus Christ. Now, get this. This will help you. This man was courageous for Christ. Now, don't I don't want you thinking of Thomas as just the most sorry doubter. He may have seen the glass as half empty, but now, listen now here. This will help you. But... Thomas thought it was better to die with Christ than to live without him. Thomas thought it better to die with Christ than to live without Christ. You ask me, that's devotion. You ask me, that ought to be in my heart, your heart. He was that committed to Jesus. He loved Jesus. He was committed to Jesus. He was thankful for what Jesus had done for him. May I just take a time out and remind you of the gospel? The gospel is our hope. 
The gospel is the message. We are born sinners. We will die and go to hell for all eternity, but only by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Thank God Jesus went to that cross to die for you and me. And through faith in the risen Savior, he rose from the dead. And by faith alone in Christ alone, you and I are forgiven of our sins. We are set free from hell. And we will be with Jesus for eternity. And we'll be made new creatures in Christ. But you must repent of your sin and trust Christ as your Savior. That's the gospel. And Thomas believed this gospel. And he thought it better to die with Christ than to live without him. That was his attitude. What an attitude. And Thomas... You know, if you read about Thomas, again, don't think of him as just some old sorry doubter, you know, no good. Oh, no, 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 no. Jesus doesn't cast him away. As a matter of fact, Thomas even made one of the greatest professions in the Bible. He said in John 20, 28 of the Lord Jesus, he said, my Lord and my God. You know, in other words, Jesus gave Thomas the help he needed. You remember Thomas said, I won't believe unless I see the print in his hands and thrust my finger into his side. Jesus appeared and spoke with Thomas, and Thomas said, My Lord and my God, the Lord gave Thomas exactly what he needed, and the Lord will do the same for you. History tells us Thomas went on to preach the gospel in India, and many people came to know the Lord Jesus. This old pessimist, this guy we call Doubting Thomas, but can I tell you something? God used Thomas. I want to tell you, I'm not, I'm not advocating you and me be pessimists, but I'm telling us, bring it to God and remember this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he is still the Lord God Almighty, and there is nothing too hard for him. Bring it to Jesus.